Welcome to episode 18 of About Nashville. I'm Mike Rogers, and this is my podcast. Uh, today we have Emily Brooke on the show. She is a young country music singer I met about six years ago at one of my Indie Outlaw shows. She's gone on to be a finalist not once but twice on American Idol. Uh, she was actually on American Idol's last season, which where she made the top 15 or top 13 in uh, the females. Uh, we had a great talk, and I look forward to uh, you hearing our conversation. Um, before we get started, I just want to say uh, prayers for everybody in Orlando. Um, that was a horrible, horrible situation. And, and yes, it was a terrorist attack, but it was also a hate crime. Uh, it's such a convoluted situation, and, and now you've got everybody screaming that, you know, we need to get rid of guns and we need to do that. You know what, everybody? We need to get rid of hate. We need to get rid of intolerance. We need to get rid of a lot of things. More laws are not going to make the world a safer place. Love will. And we need to figure out how to do that. But anyway, um, how was your weekend, Holly? <laughs> it was well. So uh, tell me about Bucky Baseball. How'd that uh, how'd the, how'd okay, the... so Bucky Baseball, that's, that's a done situation. But I did have another date with another guy. So this is a guy that I had known in school, had grew up with. He reached out to me on Facebook, and he wanted to, you know, hang out. So needless to say, on Wednesday, we kind of got together. We hung out, went to um, went to a sports bar, um, in, in in Hendersonville, and what ended up happening. And I'm gonna make this really really short. We get there. We have, you know, pizza and beer. He leaves his wallet. <laughs> <laughs> Not in the car. He left his wallet at home. All right. So. You had to pay for the entire day. I paid for the day. I paid for the day. Okay. So that right there, I'm just done with dating. You're done with dating. For the time being. Okay. Dating is not my focus. I just don't have any luck with it, so I'm done. So what, what is your focus now? <laughs> Work. Okay. And family. That's my focus. Okay. No more dating. Yeah, I understand. All right. So how did you tell Bucky Baseball it was over? I didn't. I just, you know, I changed numbers. You changed phones? I stopped. You know, I stopped answering his calls, and then he'll reach out to me on social media, and I'll just ignore it. Okay. All right. I don't have to block him or anything like that. See, I'm so glad that I don't have to deal with that anymore. All that is just, uh, the the whole thought of that is just crazy to me. Well, I thought I wanted it after I got divorced. So I said I didn't want anything serious. Mm-hmm. I think I want something serious. You do? I think so. I think so. I'm not. I, I'm not a dating type. Uh-huh. I'm not a dating type. I'm. You know. I'm a one woman man. And but don't you have to date to find something? You serious? do. And but the way it's going, I'm not finding anything serious. I find Bucky baseball, and then I find a guy who leaves it, who accidentally left his wallet, not in the car, but at home. Who rides around without a wallet? I don't know. Why, why? So, have you thought about talking to some of your friends or something that might know somebody that might be worthwhile to go out with? No. Really? No, I'm done. Okay. I'm done. All right. All right. Um, uh, thank you for coming to my show the other night. I appreciate Woo! that. Golly. <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, awesome is a loose term, but I appreciate you coming out. I appreciate it greatly. It was uh, it was a lot of fun to get back out there after ten years and and perform my own songs with the band again. That was that was a lot of fun, and I, I look forward to doing more of that again. Um, it was, uh, you know, it was what it was, and I, and I, I like get out. I, I did it. I did it. I got you out did. there, and I did it. You and know? whether or not you think you did an awesome job, I think you did an awesome job. I got to see you in different kind of lights. You you got this little shimmy thing with your shoulder that you do, <laughs> and then you got this little tush shake, and I'm like, look at Mike shaking his tush. Uh, oh, my So it's almost like on the lines of twerking. Oh, my gosh. But, <laughs> So you're telling me I'm twerking out there? You were. You were. It was going, Michael. It was going. Oh, my gosh. I don't even know that it, I even know what the word... I don't even. I couldn't twerk if you asked See, me to. See, that's another thing that you have to Google. Okay. And then you you learn how to twerk, and it's similar to what you're doing. Yeah. See, see, I'm a I'm a country nerd. I, I I know what twerk is. I just don't think that I could do it. And well, you're telling me I was doing it, so I'll have to I'll have to figure out what you that were. means. That's your Google word for the week. Twerk. Yeah. All right. Well, it beats the last one. Um, <laughs> okay. Um. So so uh, did you do anything else outside of going on that that date? No. 
nothing else. Really? Well, so Michael and I, uh, my son, uh, we went and saw uh, The Conjuring 2, and it was scary as hell. I'm telling you right now, I was, both of us, I had a whole tub of popcorn I literally threw into the air. And, and, and like lost and my my son was laughing and like telling me don't don't quit yelling quit yelling because it was like the things would jump up and you jump up and scream and everything and then he then he in the process of him telling me not to do that then he started screaming that's like, funny to something would jump up and then that's he would funny. start oh yeah it was it was funny because we were tickling each other of how much we were jumping and how scared we were it was a, truly a terrifying movie it was scared i'm gonna tell you right now that if if I was a character in one of those movies, it'd be the shortest horror movie ever on the face of the planet. Because it wouldn't take a whole lot for me. It'd be like, get out. Uh, be like, bye, Felicia. <laughs> I'm but don't done. would have been funny is just me being a, a, a moviegoer and seeing like these two cool guys like because you're kind of cool in my eyes no I'm you not know, cool. there's nothing see, cool about well, me. Well, just to see you're you're cool. So I mean, your son, he's kind of cool. To see you at the movies, mm -hmm. like shaking worse than me and my daughter. Oh yeah, yeah, we were that scared. Would be great. We were totally scared, and and awesome. and I was trying to hide behind my popcorn tub, and it wasn't working. And I was trying to because my son was at first he was getting kind of embarrassed, uh, you know, and I'd sc I just and I mean I wasn't just screaming <laughs> yes, out. Should. I was screaming out like a little bitch. I was like, ah! as he should. Ah! You know, and, and, and he, was, he was just like, Dad, come on, man. And I'm like, okay, okay. And I'm like, hold my mouth. And, mm, That's hilarious. And, uh, yeah, I'm telling you right now that, that, that I don't understand. And apparently these were based off of a true story or whatever else. And you see a chair move halfway across the damn room by itself and something in the background talking about, I'm going to get a chair. Now are you sober like, or, are you, or, are you, or are you not when you see this chair move? No, they were, they they were completely sober. They were completely sober. Okay. I'm like, okay. there's no amount of money you could pay me to stay in that damn house. <laughs> I would be sleeping on the side of the street in a, in a sleeping bag with all my kids talking about, I am not ever going back in that house again. That's see, not going to happen. Was, if I had a drunk night and I saw a chair move, then I would just blame it on that. I would even try and sit in the chair. Yeah, that's pro you probably shouldn't be in a horror movie either. And then maybe I was just doing a little bit more than drinking, but if I, if I'm hallucinating like that, okay. Then... Well, I mean, if I had some mushrooms, or you know, if I if I if I had if I had some, you know, what is it, pouty or whatever that that stuff is, you know, I'd be like, cool. Yeah, you look. may try and fight the chair. Right, look at that chair, man. It's moving halfway <laughs> down. It's going by itself. I just turned into Bill Clinton. I have so, no earthly idea. Exactly. So yeah. I need to go find me some cigars, and I'm going to go just sit here, and I'm going to drink my drink. I'm a Hillary going to be president, no. and I'm going to go back up in oh, there. No. Uh, anyway, uh, let's go on to this interview with uh, Emily Brooke. Let's do this thing. I'm a knockout fighter with a kick-ass band That's why they call me the honky-tonk hitman A knockout fighter with a kick-ass band That's why they call me the honky-tonk hitman Yeah! Welcome to About Nashville with your host, the honky-tonk hitman Mike Rogers. So then it was just huh. So you've been you've been super super busy. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like running all over the place. Golly, what's CMA week? I mean, yeah. it, it, there's people everywhere. Like I, I I I get excited about the energy that is in this town during this week, but you know, also living in this town and you're walking around, you're going, where do all these people come from? Yeah. You know, you don't realize that country music has such a huge fan base. Everybody's always talking about. 
country music is dying. It's going away. Yeah, you go out there and look in there, and you're like, no, I don't think so. Yeah, right. <laughs> Not anytime soon. Try walking right? downtown Broadway during CMA Fest and right? second guess it. <laughs> right. My gosh, so you've been super busy. I yes. mean, you, you just if I saw this right, I think I'm gonna fall over for two different reasons. Number one, uh, when I walked in here and sat down, um, this young girl goes, "Are you Emily's daddy?" And I went, oh my gosh, I know I'm old, but and I am old enough to be your dad, but still, regardless, it was, it was just, it was odd for me. Oh God, and then so the, the, then the other part, I was like, okay, so we need to find a quiet room off in here. And I'm like, we are in a bathroom right now. So the next thing you know, your dad's going to come in here and whip my ass because it's like, well, where, where's Emily? Oh, he, this guy took him, took her into the bathroom with him. <laughs> oh gosh, that's not, that's, that could go, that could go dad, ugly. My dad's back home in Florida, so we're all good. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Sorry, dad. We needed to find a place that we could, we could do the interview. And this seemed to be the quietest place for sure. Um, so I met you, I guess about six years ago. Yeah. And, uh, it was from Billy Yates. It was at my, one of my indie outlaw shows. And uh, there's a, there's a video on YouTube about it. Uh, when he, when he came up to me and he goes, Hey, Hey man, you need to, you need to put this girl up on stage. And normally we go by, you know, just like a standard set list. This is who we got. We know who they are and blah, 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 blah. And, um, he said, you really need to get her up. I said, okay, are you sure? He goes, I'm telling you, she's the real deal. And, um, yeah, right. And, 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 you know, when Billy Yates says something like that, you gotta, you gotta take it for, you know, I was like, okay, we'll, we'll get her up. And I was blown away and you were probably 10, 10, 12 years old, something like that. How old are you now? Uh, I'll be 18 in oh November. My <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Where does time go? You're a grown woman now. Holy I know, cow. It's crazy. You just graduated high school, right? No, I'm doing online school right now. So, um, I'm about a junior, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, a ju- I'm, a ju- I'm a junior, I think. You know, I-, I had days like that, and I was actually in high school. You know, I was thinking, yeah. I- I'm a junior, I think, and, and truth, of- truth of the matter is, I probably don't know where I was uh, <laughs> half the time anyway while I was in high school. I wasn't as focused or driven as you are. You're, you're just like a-, a machine. You know, not only do you have the talent, but you have the support system around you with your family and you have the drive and you have the work ethic and everything else that goes into it to making yourself successful. So there's uh, unequivocally no doubt that you are you are going to go into big things, no no doubt. But let's, let's go back and let's rewind this a little bit. So you do the Indie Outlaw show uh, six years ago and uh, then all of a sudden you start showing up on some uh, uh, TV shows. Yeah. So let's talk about that. How, what, what, what started you to audition for American Idol in the first place? Well, um, I knew that when I turned 15 that I like wanted to try one of those shows because obviously like I grew up watching the show and I just always like wanted to. Mm-hmm. And I was so excited when they actually lowered like the age requirement because it was originally 16 and then they changed it to 15. So I was like, awesome. So <laughs> that's perfect. So I was 15 and I auditioned and... It was really cool and it was an awesome experience and I just loved everyone that worked on the show. They're just like always treated you like family and it was just the best thing. So that also really, when I wanted to go for it again, that also like helped like knowing that it was like a good decision because there's good people surrounding you on the show. So you were, you were, uh, 15 when you did that? Yes. First time. And where did you audition? I auditioned in Nashville for... Oh gosh. Season 14, I think it was. Now, I've had some experience with some of those kind of shows. So, did you have an inside track or did you literally have to stand in line? The reason I say an inside track is because uh, I've been involved with a couple situations like that where an agent would just make a call and go, all right, we're just going to have you go in and and sing behind the scenes. And then next thing you know, you're, you know, doing the thing. Because a lot of people, I think, they get the misconception that every single person goes in front of uh, the three main judges yeah. and it's not, no. it, it's not how it works. Um, it was actually really crazy. So there's like a cattle call you had to do and it was at the Nashville municipal auditorium. I'm pretty okay. sure that's what it's called. And, um, I boxed so, there one time. No way. Yeah. yeah oh I bought gosh. a 12 round fight there. Yeah. That's so crazy. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I'm sorry. Go oh ahead. my gosh. I didn't know that. That's so cool. Um, so they had like the whole floor was like open and there's, uh, like the, probably eight or ten uh, little uh, what are they? 
plastic tables that you like use at like cookouts and stuff like that. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> they had a bunch of those with like tablecloths on them, and then they're separated by like literally a curtain, like a tall black curtain, and that that was it. That was separating the producers because there's about two or three producers at each table, and you sit in this big auditorium just waiting. You get like a ticket and then you basically go to your seat and then wait for your section to be called to come down. And it's just like the longest thing ever. And I actually got sick that day and I was like nauseous and like so nauseous. Like I would run to the bathroom, think I was gonna throw up and then I wouldn't throw up. It was the most annoying thing ever. <laughs> so the entire time I'm, I'm like about, I'm like waiting. I'm like, mom, I can't do this. Like I'm gonna throw up like, I don't know what I want, like, I can't do this. And she's like, Em, we've made it this far. You're gonna be so mad if we get back to the hotel and then you feel fine. So she's like, just try to get through the audition. It's a minute, 30 second. You can wait in the bathroom and hang over the toilet until our section is called. And once our section is called, I'll text you when you're about to be up and then you just come out, sing your song, and then we'll leave and we'll be done. Is that is that what she calls you, Em? Yeah. Okay. So um, she was like, I basically our section got called. I came down. My mom's like, I mean, you need lipstick. I'm like, it's not happening. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care at this point. I really don't. And uh, it was just so funny. And um, so I get up and I start singing and I'm singing Folsom Prison by Johnny Cash. And there's three other people with me in line. And I get so nervous because um, they're like, okay, you three step forward. And I was the only one by myself. And I was the youngest one in the group. So I was like, okay, I didn't make it. Like, I just knew. I was like, I didn't make it. It didn't happen. It's fine, whatever. And then they're like, they pulled those three forward and we're talking to them for a couple minutes. Almost as I'm like standing by myself. And I'm like, what's happening? Like, I don't get it. And I'm like, just waiting. And I'm like, okay, they all went through. Can't they cut me first and then congratulate them? <laughs> and then, um, uh, they walked off and then they pulled me forward and they're like, congratulations. I'm like, what? What? Really? And so I was like freaking out. It was awesome. And then uh, we got our little yellow piece of paper that was like our temporary golden ticket until <laughs> the next round. And then you go through, I think we went through two more rounds of producers. It was like ex like two rounds of executive producers was what it was. And um, so it was just... So crazy, and then finally got in front of the judges. Okay. And so you, you had to go through like two, three rounds before. Yeah, you, you and actually... it's actually pretty separated. Like I think I did the cattle call on Wednesday, and then I had my executive producer rounds on Friday, and then my actual audition in front of the judges on Sunday. Oh, on Sunday. Okay. All right. Yeah, so it was pretty like separated. There was like A and B days. I think I was B day because like some people went on Saturday and audition, and um. What some... was the difference in an A and B day? Do you know? I think it was just like when you auditioned okay. and like how they wanted to record it probably. Okay. So I don't really know, but it was just, it was crazy. We didn't even expect to stay that long. Cause like we were in Nashville to, um, for a songwriters, uh, thing to like, it was like a camp for songwriters. And so I was like, okay, learn about songwriting. <laughs> I'll take a little camp. And so we were there for that. And, um, we had that plan before I had like decided that I was gonna audition and so it so happened that the same time the camp was was the same time that Idol was having their audition so I was like it's okay. meant to be <laughs> so I uh, we didn't expect to stay that long and so when I got through the first round we were like okay so now we're staying till Friday and then I got through that I was like okay so we're staying till Sunday and now my mom has called work on Monday and Tuesday that <laughs> so funny. yeah it was crazy so I made it through on Sunday started driving back Monday and then they called us when we were driving back it was literally like 11 o'clock and they're like so can we fly to your house tomorrow and do hometown interview I'm like okay so at so, that point, you kind of like, I'm, I made this. I yeah. was like freaking out. I was like, oh my gosh, that's that's a good thing, right? They like want to like do a hometown interview. So literally, it's so intense doing the whole show because you just like overanalyze everything. Oh, yeah. Because you're like... Oh, so you'd already got your gold ticket. They just yes. want to add on to the footage yes. of that. Okay. So Tell Sunday me about that. So tell me about that. So you ticket. go in Sunday and, and, and I guess you, you meet Ryan Seacrest first. Is that how that worked? or? I actually, I think I never met Ryan Seacrest like... First, like, you know, I did the show twice and I've still never met him. Well, like, it's so weird because it's when they air it, it seems like he's there like all the time. But um, 
he always is doing like behind the scenes stuff. I didn't get to hang out with him a bunch. Like I think I probably talked to him like four times maybe out of the two years I was on the show. It That's was, crazy. Yeah, it was really crazy. Cause I guess like they tell them, like the producers, um, they tell Ryan like who to like talk to, I uh-huh. guess. Oh, I got that I didn't know. I just thought he was Yeah, because I think it's like just like to mix it up and stuff. Okay. Because there's literally during Hollywood week, there's over 200 contestants. That so there's so many people that you don't even see. Oh my goodness. So it's it's really crazy. Oh my goodness. So so you walk in there and uh, did did she did you talk to Ryan Seacrest before you went into the first when you when you walked in there and saw J Lo and Keith and and uh, Harry Connick Jr. No, I think. Uh, I didn't see him when I walked in, but when I walked out, That's he was him. there. I'm pretty sure, yeah. And You're then like, we like, where did you come from? <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh my gosh, hi, nice to meet you. I just got a golden ticket. Let's go say hi to my family. <laughs> so you so, walk in there. What was the first thing that went in your mind? Were you a little starstruck? Oh my gosh, I walked in there. I was like, are they fake? Because like, <laughs> they looked so perfect, and the lighting was so perfect. It was like, I was like. Oh wait, they moved. They're real. <laughs> this is like Madame Tussauds. Y- y'all are oh wax figures. Y'all exactly. Are I was like, that can't like. How are they so perfect? Like, <laughs> and I was like, can I have their makeup artist, please? That is hilarious. <laughs> it was so awesome. So, so they uh, uh, were they super nice? Yeah, they were so nice. Um, it was obviously super intimidating, and I was really nervous about Harry Connick Jr. Obviously, because he more than the other two. Yeah, because when I was watching previous seasons, when the ones that he started getting on, um, I was like, oh my, he's like the new Simon Cowell, <laughs> but like not as I feel like not as bad, obviously as right, Simon Cowell right. was, but along those levels where he tells you straight up what he thinks, and he's right. very um, just doesn't hold anything back basically well so out of all the seasons i actually respected him the most yeah out of, out of being a judge and the reason being is because he's very very knowledgeable in, in music yeah. and and he does have a relevant career mm-hmm. um a lot of the judges i felt like that came on there would not be as harsh or give really true productive critical uh, reviews to people because they were fearful of the backlash of yeah. the fans or maybe maybe turning exactly. off some fans he didn't give a shit. He was like, all right, guys, this is what you need to work on. This is why, or this sucked, or whatever else. And he was just very candid and very honest with everybody, and I liked that. Kind of like what you're saying. You're like, he, you know, I was scared. He, To me, he was a knowledgeable, more credible Simon Cowell. Yep. And he honestly, like, after being on the show for two seasons, I can say, like, he, like, when people ask me, who's your favorite judge, I say Harry Connick because... I think he was honestly like the most humble and genuine one of them. Right, right. Just because. Um, I heard Keith's a pretty good sweetheart too. I heard he's a. I've never met him, but I just heard he's a sweetheart. Yeah, he seems really sweet. We didn't really get to talk much, but all I know is like when I went out for the series finale. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I had run into him, Harry Connick, and he was like, "We need to talk before this is all over." Da 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 da. And I was like. Like, tell me when and like he was being Send me pulled. Your digits. exactly he was like being pulled to do a thing I was like well crap like what is he talking about and so um I had met up with uh one of the guys from 19 who's like works on the show and stuff and I was like uh Harry was saying how we need to get together to like talk and there's like this party do you know what he's talking about and he's like the only one I can think of is like the after party or whatever and I was like Okay, <laughs> how do I get into that? <laughs> and, Who do I gotta kill to get into this thing? Exactly, I was like, Harry Connick wants to talk to me. Like, how am I gonna make this happen? So uh, I went to the show Wednesday night, <laughs> and then um, I actually it was that night I went, and right before that, I think is when he was um, talking about me talking to him, basically. And then the next night, I saw his daughter in the crowd because um, I had basically been able to go because two of my, there's like fans of mine that was like, oh, we have two extra tickets. <laughs> and so I was able to go and I was like freaking out. So I was sitting with them during the actual finale finale. And um, I saw Harry's daughter because Harry's daughter is friends with Daniel CV from the previous season. I'm friends with Daniel. So like I see all the stuff whenever they hang out. So I was like, oh, that's his daughter. 
And so I like walk over. I was like, hi, I'm promise. I'm not like a crazy person, but and it always starts. That's how kind of crazy person always starts. The yeah. Conversation. Right? Yeah. I'm not really crazy, <laughs> but <laughs> oh my gosh, I feel really so bad. I like walked up. I was like, hi, I'm Emily. I, I know you're friends with Daniel Sevio. I was on last season with him or whatever. I just want to say hi. And I had a quick question. So your dad was talking to me yesterday and how he wanted to talk to me before everything was over or whatever and that there's this party and that I need to be there because he wants to talk to me. Do you have any idea how I can get into that? He's like, she's like, okay, sit. And then she'd be like, stand up. And she like, starts like, dad, Harry, Connick, like yelling, yelling. Like, cause they're at the judges panel. And I'm like, oh my God. And um, then he finally like, tur he turns around and um, he's like, do you, do you, he's like, or the daughter's like, do you know, like, what? She's like, what? what the hell is she talking about? She's she's like, crazy, but and uh, <laughs> he's like, yeah, there's this party or whatever. Um, she'll talk, like, she'll tell you all the details about it, basically, the daughter. So, I guess she was, like, verifying that, like, everything was good. Yeah, like, like, do I really need to be talking to yeah. this person? So, um, then everything was fine, and, uh, she told me about it, and then, I was freaking out because then she's like, my dad's plans just changed and da 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 da. I'm like, crap. And so then I go up to the same guy from earlier from 19. I'm like, listen, um, is there any way, do you know how I can put my name on the list to like get into this after party? And he's like, here's a band. And I was like, score. <laughs> and I was so happy because obviously like I've been on the show for two seasons and um, I had become really close <laughs> with a lot of the contestants and all of the crew and stuff. So uh, I was really just wanting to see all of them for like sure. the last time. And his, the last I knew was that his plans, Harry's plans had changed and that he wasn't going, but I still wanted to like say hi to everyone. So then I rode over to like the parties with uh, Lee Jean who made top, 12, I think. You were top, top 12, 10. aren't you? I was top 13 girls. Okay, but he was you. top 10 overall, I think. Okay. So, um, yeah, so I rode over with him because we were really close on the show. And so I stuck with him pretty much the whole night. And then um, I had found out because Gianna Isabella, her sister was there and was like, oh, Harry Connick's here and da 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 at the last after party because there was two of them. And so... Uh, I was like, oh my gosh. And we were about to leave. And I was like, I need to go talk to him. Can you guys please wait? Just like 10 minutes. Like I need to talk to him. <laughs> so I walk over and then like, he's like talking to me and like, he's just like the sweetest guy. And, um, he's just like, I seriously, I believe in your career. And I think like this show, yeah, it's really great to help you get a boost start. But I think I really believe in your career and I think you're going to do really great. And I just thought that was like the sweetest thing, how like he took the time out to seriously talk to me without like you know because there's always sure. cameras no cameras stuff. no nothing he's so, just shooting you straight exactly so it was just like the what advice did he give thing. you um he was like just keep pushing and um i know it's obviously hard but you need to just like not worry about like what other people are doing and he was just really cool and so that's why i feel like He's also like one of my favorite judges because he always like kept it real and mm -hmm. I feel like he didn't let like the show and like his like status on the show like affect right. him right. and um you think anybody else did I don't know I never really got to talk to the other judges they're always really nice to me whenever um we were like interactive or whatever but uh yeah it was just really cool how I just feel like he stood out to me because right. he just like went out of his way so in that um that last uh, episode that you did on finale they had all the judges there is that correct were they all there um i think so because i i know simon cowell was there uh randy paula and then is her name Nikki minaj she no there? she was not there. <laughs> she was not there uh what was the one judge there was one year that they had mariah carey was there one time she wasn't there either. Paula Abdul was there at one time. Yeah, she was there that night. Uh, there was a time where there was four judges, and there was like another girl. Oh, and like she, yeah, she was a songwriter. Right? Yeah, yeah, she was a songwriter. Yeah, she was there. Um, so I think those are the only ones that I saw. But yeah. So did you get to meet them all? No, I was I was sitting in the audience. So there were like 
like obviously Simon and all of them were like backstage or not right, sit in right. the audience. But well, I didn't uh, know if there was like this huge green room in the back, you know, that oh, everybody was hanging out, you know. I wish I was allowed back there. It would be so cool. <laughs> I didn't have those credentials. <laughs> oh my goodness. So you, you, did, you did it. See, the, the cool thing about it is you got all the way up to the chair on the very, the, the first time you tried out when you were 15. And I thought you should have gone on to, to the live show. And then they cut you at that chair. Then the following year, you do it all over again. And you've literally done, you've grown leaps and bounds in that year. And you make it all the way through and you go on to the live show. And my wife and I, we were watching it. We're like, she's gonna win this thing. She's gonna win this entire thing. It's a hands down. And the day that you, you got voted off, we looked at each other and we go, okay, we're done. We never watched another episode. That was it. Oh my god. We're like, this is bullshit. She got robbed. What the hell? Uh, yeah, we were upset. So we, we turned it off and, and we were like, we didn't watch another episode. We didn't watch the finale or anything. That was our oh finale. My gosh. They voted you off. That was our finale oh to gosh. American Idol. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't know, you know, the rest of it. How, how our, I couldn't even tell you who won it. Who won it? Trent Harmon. Who's that? Which one was he? He, uh, and for your listeners out there, hold on. For your listeners out there, uh, I want you to know that we are in the green room, in the bathroom of a green room at a rehearsal space uh, for Emily because she's going to be performing tonight here and they're, they're working with the band and everything out in the back. So you're going to hear some music. Uh, uh, I promise we're not underneath the rafters or anything. We, we, we are here. So uh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. You're all good. <laughs> um, he was the one who wore scarves originally and he had mono Hollywood week. I, I kind of faintly, I kind of remember this guy. I couldn't tell you. He's like so amazing, so good, and he's honestly, I could not be happier with like the top two. They're the most sweetest and genuine like people. That's nice. And so it was. I was really happy for them that they made top two because I feel like they both really deserved it. That's nice, and the reason I say that is because you are at a younger age, and when you are competing against, first of all, when you take artists they're already going to be, you know, there's already issues and things in our mindset and our self, you know, we, we all have a lot of, you know, uh, what's the word, self-esteem maybe, because it's very vulnerable. You put yourself out there and you sing, especially when you write something, you know, yeah. and you put it out there and then you, somebody critiques it in a harsh way, you're like, it, it, we take it personal. But then when you put us in an environment where we're actually competing against other artists, at a young age, I could see that getting very catty. You know, very, very, ah, whatever, com com competitive, if you will. Yeah. Um, so did y'all, were you, did you see any of that or did you just, everybody kind of, everybody uh, was kind of cool like you're, you're being, saying, hey, yeah, you do this thing, man. There was a couple that were, um, or a lot of them were very supportive there, but there's always going to be your few that are like that behind the scenes. Um, but overall, everyone was just really super supportive of each other. Actually, today, one of my friends from the show, um, Jenna Renee, she's here today. She's going to stick around and watch my show. We're actually writing together. Look at you. We're going to try to fit that in because I have rehearsals. And then uh, we're going to try to write. And then I'm doing this interview. And then we have meet and, meet and greet at like 5 or 5.30. And then the show, I think, is at 7. So it's, it's going to be a crazy day. Hopefully I can fit everything in. <laughs> so how many songs do you think you write a week? Um, I actually, it's so hard for me. Like when I'm at home, there's so many like distractions <laughs> because I obviously have to do like the whole online school thing and then, um, just practicing for regular shows. So I always like, I'll always have like little ideas that pop into my head and I write them in my notes on my phone. And then for me, there's like no one really in South Florida that is like, like a real like writer, writer mm -hmm. that like you can get here in Nashville. And so... Um, I usually just write by myself, so it's always harder because obviously it's always better when you have that other person to bounce ideas off of and then you can both like collaborate together and you just get like a, I feel like a better finished product because you have two different views of like a subject you're writing about. Uh -huh. So um, I do write by myself. Uh, I'm trying to do it a lot more, so I'd say probably write like three times a week probably. This week has been crazy. I feel like I've had to write every single day. Thursday, Monday I had to write, Tuesday I had to write, and then uh, Wednesday, what was Wednesday? <laughs> oh wait, just kidding. Monday was when we get in town. Tuesday, 
I had a write in Atlanta, then Wednesday I had a write, and then Thursday I had Buddy Jewel fan club show, and then right after that we went to write with um, Jeremy Bussey, and then we didn't finish the song, but we stayed up to like almost three o'clock in the morning writing it. So then we were like, okay, let's reschedule to write another day. So then we had that scheduled for today, and we finished it. Oh, awesome. So excited. Good song? So good. Oh, what's it about? So what's it about? Good. What's it about? It's about this guy, um, because guys are, no offense, annoying. Are you, are you, so you, did you Taylor Swift some guy? Yeah, a little bit, but it's really, um, <laughs> I, love I love it, it though, because it's, it's really, it's really creative, the, the way we uh, took it. Um, I think this one, I'm writing for my EP, hope to have it out by the end of the year. Um, so I feel like this song's definitely one that is going to be on it, and uh, I basically, Whenever I go into a write, I always like to like come into the room with ideas because I don't like to come in and just be like, so what do you want to write about? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. that's always awkward and right, like, I yeah. always like to be prepared. So, do you, do you know when you come in, do you come in with like a verse and a chorus already written and you say, hey, what do you think about this? Yeah, it's like sometimes I'll have like a verse and a chorus or something and be like, okay, what do you think about this? And then I, when I went to Jeremy, I actually shot him like probably 10 ideas. Mm -hmm. Because I just wanted him to like get an idea like of a bunch of different things that I had in mind So I had like Two songs that were like a verse and a chorus and then there's other little like ideas like writing a song like about like the music business and how tough it is and just like to Trying to come out on top type of thing and then um, showing my idea about um, just like relationships and how they get twisted and stuff and then I had this line like some of them are just like ideas and I'm like, okay, like this idea about like this certain topic, I don't have any lines for it, but this is like just a generic idea. Um, or not generic, but just like an idea. Sure. And then um, I came in with this line and I was like, I don't remember how or where I even thought of this, but I have this line that I think is just really cool. And what do you think about it? And then I told him it, and then that was the first idea that I shot him, and then I did like my 10 other ideas. He's like, you know, I'm like still really stuck on that first thing you told me. And then so we kind of just went off uh, with that idea, and I'm just so excited. Awesome, What's so the most, was this about an ex-boyfriend? No, it's about this guy that uh, is from my hometown, and hopefully he doesn't listen to this, but whatever. <laughs> the song's about him, so if he comes to my show, he'll hear it Saturday. So, um, uh, it's basically about this guy and I've like had a thing for him, into him or whatever. It seems like he's into me, but we both like never like make a move. Cause like I, we're both, I feel like he's shy. And then I like, am so like worried. Like, oh, what if he doesn't like me? Da, 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 like kid stuff. And so <laughs> we're both like, just like, he'll come to my shows and be like, Hey. So the song's kind of about, um, the line that I came to Jeremy with was, uh, I was thunder and he was scared of a little rain. And um, so basically we kind of took that and made it into like a whole song. And so it's really cool. The first line of the chorus is, um, love is like lightning, it's beautiful and frightening. And then it's just like, it's so cool. And I'm so excited about is it. Is he gonna be at your show Saturday? I don't know, he might, if he is. So, so I'm playing the song. Are you still into him? Oh yeah. So it's, if he asked you out, you would go? Well, first I would ask him, oh, now you're gonna talk to me? <laughs> oh, now no, that will kill it. That will kill it. If you say it. <laughs> it's like, okay, so the whole thing with him is like, he, like, it's just so frustrating. Cause uh, like, he'll come to my show and be like, oh, thanks for coming, da, 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 da. And I'm like, we should hang out sometime. I'm like, yeah, we should. And then I'll be like, text me. He won't text me. Like, and then we never hang out, and it's like, oh He might my just be gosh. shy. What I know. super shy? I know. And, 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 and then, so this song, it'll help him, because it's, it's, it's not a song bashing him, because when we were writing it, we were like, I was like, I really don't want to make him seem like a terrible person, because he's not. He's a really great person. Sounds but like he's just scared. I know. You might, you might intimidate the hell out of him. I hate that. My mom tells me that all the time. I'm like, mom, no, please. Yeah. Why does that have to happen? You are a beautiful, talented young woman with a lot going on. And, and, and he's just you. some kid, you know, he's, he's probably just super, super intimidated. I mean, that's why if he was to say to you, hey, you want to go out and you said, oh, you're going to talk to me now. 
<laughs> I would not it. say that though. I'd be so. I feel so bad after saying it. I would feel like the worst person ever if I actually said that. But that's what I feel like saying. Cause I'll reach out to him and be like, "Hey, wanna hang out?" No answer. You might wreck him for life. Like he yeah, might right? never that recover so from funny. that. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So so, so <laughs> if he is at the side show, note, I would never do that. Just let, let's just be clear. I'm not a mean person. I promise. Now in this song, does the character have hope of ever capturing the lightning? Yes, the bridge, it kind of leaves you like in suspense because the bridge is really cool and uh, we literally, it was probably 1.15 and we still weren't done with the second half of the second verse and uh, I was like, I texted my mom, I was like, I don't think we're going to finish it today and she's like, crap, because we're leaving to go back home tomorrow and so it's obviously harder to do rights and stuff when you're not like face-to-face in person <laughs> if you're like doing it over Skype or FaceTime or whatever so then literally we just were able to finish it up within 30 minutes and it was like crazy it's so good and so I played it for my mom in the car and she's like oh my gosh I'm so excited for this song it's so good so do you want to go out with this boy yeah okay so <laughs> I feel like this turned into like Dr. Phil or like, I will. Uh, <laughs> so do you want to so I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you some great advice I'm gonna give you some Dr. Phil advice some Dr. Hitman advice oh my goodness uh, if this boy shows up at your show Saturday without calling him out say over the microphone <laughs> I just wrote this song for a young man that I really want to go out with and he just so happens to be here tonight oh my gosh then, I would not say that why no that's you so didn't, no, but you're not calling him out and he'll know to ask you out oh my gosh no okay so what I would what I would say though if I play it I'll be like okay so I wrote this <laughs> song about this guy that I'm into but it's kind of a situation where you feel like you're both into each other but no one really wants to make a move so this is what came with that song but that's just that's playing it safe and it leaves and it I, leaves him wondering still did she into me is she meaning me does she is what am I does this about me yeah I, if you leave this much to guesswork, he's never going to figure this out. you got to start connecting some dots for him so that he can actually have the guts to go out there and go, Was that about me? Can I ask you out for you? you wanna, oh, my God. You want to go to Sonic? <laughs> I told my mom before, Hopefully he won't say like, it like that. Yeah, though. right? I, I told my mom before, though. I was like... Honestly, I just, I hate the whole like waiting thing and like not knowing. So I was like, next time I see him, I'm telling him, I'm into you, dude. Like, I'm, awesome. So I'm just, that's yeah. cool. That is yeah. cool. Cause see, I was a shy kid, super, super shy kid. Every girl I've ever gone out with my entire life asked me. Cause I was just so, and it's not, I think it's more of the fear of rejection. Yeah. I, I am so terrified that, that I'm gonna, that I would have asked somebody, even my wife, she, she had to ask me out. I, I, I just, I think I was so scared that I was going to ask somebody, hey, you know, you want to do this? And then go, really? You're going to talk to me now? <laughs> no, I don't think so. And I would have yeah. just been, it would have been wrecked me. So, you know, maybe he's like that, you know, yeah. maybe he's just a really good dude. And you just got to start connecting some dots for him. And so he's not I so know. intimidated. There's just like. It's crazy. So hopefully I'll tell him and then I'll just be able to figure it out. But the, it's like literally the longest, most like... How long, have you had a, how long have you had a crush on this kid? Well, I had a crush on him first in like seventh grade. And then we went to different schools. And then we just now like kind of became friends again, I guess. <laughs> so when did you leave regular school and started doing your online thing? Uh, sophomore year. Okay. So you went to school with him physically for three years and then... Yeah. Then, okay. All right, uh, I'm just trying to put it all together and try to figure out. Do you think that stepping away from school like that kind of hurt your odds of, of you two dating? Oh, well, we went to different schools. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I thought you meant you were actually at school together. And well, that's... like middle school we were, and then he went to a different high school. Gotcha, gotcha. So, so does he drive? Yes. He has a car? Yes. Okay. I didn't have a car all through high school, so that was intimidating too. All the girls have some, you know, you want to go out? You're going to drive. You oh know? my gosh. No, this I, I interview is giving me anxiety. I'm like, oh my God, I hope, like, seriously, none of them listen to it. It's going to be so obvious that, oh my gosh, I'm sitting here, I'm like, I gave away too much information. This is bad. Too much information. Why do you think that, though? I mean, that's, oh a, but that's a good thing. If you are able to sit here and help him connect the dots to ask you out, wouldn't that make your life better? <laughs> right? Probably. 
Alright, well, you know. Uh, but right, it would be better, though, if it was like hearing it from me and not necessarily through an interview <laughs> about him. <laughs> oh, that would be a little better. That is so funny. So, so now that you, like, since you've done the shows, you know, the whole country music gamut, the whole world, is, is, they're putting their arms around you and, and taking you into the fold. So I hear that there is some uh, country girls that uh, in, the, in the business that are, are taking you under their wing. It's so sweet. I've like had such great opportunities with uh, new up-and-coming uh, female artists. And uh, when I got off the show, I sang a couple of Cassidy Pope songs on the show, and she invited me to come sing a song with her when she was opening up for Chris Young in uh, in Florida. And so I sang to the show, and it was like sold out. It was like so crazy, and it was like the most awesomest thing ever. And so she's just like honestly like such a sweetheart and I'm like so happy with like all the success she's having with like her new EP that just came out and her whole family is just so nice and that was just one and then Lauren Elena obviously is so sweet um, singing with her on the show and then also just she's just a super sweet girl and same with uh, Kelsey Ballerini uh, I ran into her at the beginning of this year because I was opening for Charles Kelly and she was in South Florida for vacation and she's friends with Charles so she stopped by the show and I ran into her and my Love Me Like You Mean It video that I put up on YouTube is she added it to like her favorites list so um, I think my mom texted me that they're almost ready for me so just a heads up Hi. Um, so yeah so she was there I met her and she's like oh my gosh I remember you YouTube video and she's like did you already sing I was like yeah and she's like oh my gosh I wish I would have known that you were gonna be earlier like I totally would have like came and listened to your set are you playing again and I was like no I'm not and so uh, then we were all hanging out in the green room afterwards and we're talking about stuff and she's like I say how I cover it at my shows and she's like well do you want to go sing it now and I was like yeah, sure. And I'm thinking like in the green room, which is like acoustic guitar. Right, right. And I was like, yeah, sure. She's like, okay, let's go. I'm like, where? She's like, out on the stage. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so she's like, do you know how to play it? I was like, yeah. So I like took my guitar. We went out on the stage. All the sound was already unplugged. The crowd was like gone. And uh, so I was, we were like, okay, let's just sing to like our little group of friends or whatever. So we started singing and then we ended up like drawing back a crowd. And it was just so cool. And so that video is on my YouTube channel and uh, so she was just super sweet and then I went to Nashville for CRS which is country radio seminar and uh, I ran into her there and she was just like she's just like honestly such a sweet person and was talking about how she was watching me on the show and how she's like so proud of me and she was like crying she's like is that weird and I'm like no and uh, so she was just so nice and uh, then I got the opportunity to open up for her at City Place uh, our local radio station there, WRK, asked me if I wanted to open. I was like, of course. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And um, so we did that show together, and she's just... There's so many sweet artists that are in the industry, and I feel like that's really awesome because obviously there's always going to be like some artists that when sure. they start getting where they want to be, then they obviously start changing how... And you're the kind of person, when you do make it, you're going to be opening doors for other people too. I can see that in you. I know you'll do it. Unless it's yeah. this little boy back in Florida, you know, you'll be close. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, uh, what kind of shows you watch on television? Um, well, I watch... My favorite TV show my brother actually got me into, it's Teen Wolf. Really? <laughs> yes, the characters. I think well, of Michael J. Fox back in the 80s. Oh, no, it's this TV series now, and it's with uh, Dylan O'Brien and um, Tyler Posey. And um, it's, oh my gosh, just all the guy characters are so hot, so it makes it watching. <laughs> uh, but it is a it really good like show. like my wife, she watches some of these shows, she's like, they're just so pretty. Oh my <laughs> gosh. It just makes the show better to watch, but it is a really good series and story plot and stuff like that. And, uh, so I really like to watch that one. I also like New Girl. Um, trying to think. Yeah, I, I like a lot of shows. New Girl, Baby Daddy's really funny too. Um, Pretty Little Liars. I actually, oh my gosh, when I was in Atlanta, 
uh, Shay Mitchell, she like went to this like restaurant or whatever and put it on her YouTube channel. And we were, me and my mom were driving down the road. I was like, that restaurant sounds so familiar. And I was like, I swear Shay Mitchell went to that one. She put it on her YouTube channel about it. Cause she was filming mother's day in Atlanta uh -huh. and Shay Mitchell is a character on Pretty Little Liars. So, um, I like tweeted, I was like going to this, this restaurant cause I saw YouTube, Shay's YouTube channel or whatever. And I tagged her and she favorited it and I like almost died. I was like, that's cool. This is so cool. Like, I like low-key, like, fangirl, like, when stuff like that happens. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, Kelsey and Cassie, love them. They tweeted, or Kelsey, Kelsey <laughs> Cassidy, they're so similar, <laughs> the names, oh my gosh. Um, Kelsey, she tweeted, uh, West Palm Beach, City Place tonight, 6 p.m., let's make it epic or something uh -huh. with Emily Brooke or something like that, and, like, tagged me. I was like, Mom, Kelsey Ballerini just tweeted about the show. And she's like, what? And I was like, yeah. And then I read it to her. And then I was like, oh my gosh, mom, Cassie Pope just tweeted about it. No. And she, Cassie was like, hope you guys have fun in my home, or hope you have a great time, or hope my hometown treats you well, or something uh -huh. like that. And I was like, oh my gosh, I love you guys. They're oh, just, that is awesome. They're just so sweet. So where do, you, where, where do you see your career being in one year from now? What do you want to do within the next year, or next 12 months? What's, what's going to go down for Emily Brooke? Well, I'm hoping to, I think, the ultimate goal is just to, for everyone, is gain a really great, big, big fan base as you can, big sure. of a fan base as you can, and um, hopefully get signed. That obviously helps a lot, just because it covers a lot of aspects, like management and stuff like sure. that, so it helps out, so then my mom isn't as stressed all the time, because she's my manager right now. So, um, yeah, I think just uh, goal by next year is to Beyond the Major Nissan label. stage. Okay, there you During go. During CMA Fest, that'd be awesome. Heck I was yeah, about to call be. it LP Field. I'm so yeah, used I know, to that. right? Right. It's new. I'm I like, still call it Fanfare, so. I mean. Yeah, exactly. So. So what's that boy's name in Florida? You're not. Gonna know. That's not happening. <laughs> I tried to. I tried to sneak it in. Just said, not happening. I thought you'd drop your guard real quick and <laughs> and, and, and and say it out there for everybody. All right. So before we uh, uh, end this thing, um, I need to. We're, we need to say one thing out there for my listening audience as we close out. Okay. Can you say, dream big, everybody? Dream big, everybody. All right. Thank you, guys. Thank you. <laughs> oh, you're going to get a day. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>